Are you capable of love? Are you capable of loving yourself? Why treat one part of your body different than the rest? Tushy, a splash of love for your ass. We ain't cool, we're feeling sad. We got awkward in the bag. Kyle and Zach, all night long. Awkwardly normal, it's coming on. Ooh. Right now. I did something yesterday, Kyle. What'd you do? It was with my new girlfriend. Can you guess? You can take a guess and ask probably well, like, what it was. We, we did something together that was pretty special. Oh, okay. This is where we're in a... Is this adult chat? Or, you know, holding hands, going on a picnic? Or are we, we talking... No, like I guess you could do this in public. And, and it, it probably wouldn't be normal, but it wouldn't be frowned upon. Oh, you licked each other's ice creams in front of everyone? Well, we have done that. But this is a little more extreme than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you do? I'm a little nervous to say this on the podcast. <laughs> we interlocked toes. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did it. What both, ha- both toes. What? Same both, time. Both feet? Both feet, yep. Whoa, whoa. It was pretty It was pretty crazy. If anyone listened to this podcast, you know we talk with interlocking toes a lot. Okay, a little so bit too much. you're just in public, you're both sitting on the ground, legs facing each other, toes interlocking. Are you also holding hands and looking into each other's eyes affectionately saying... I love you, and this is the best experience of my life. I can't believe we're finally interlocking toes, and at that moment, your souls just connected as one. Really felt like Avatar, basically, except we weren't in public. We were in we were in her van, so I didn't want the first time to be in public. Maybe we thought about it, but it actually helped because not very many people have toes that are spread very wide. I think I wear a lot of like tight shoes, so my toes. I don't know if it's healthy or unhealthy. So we were both on our bed. And she was, we could like, we had our backs against the walls so we could like push. So I had to like push our toes together. I used the leverage from my back and it was hard. You really had to like lube is recommended in my opinion. Mm. But yeah, but we did like hold hands and just, it was, it felt, it felt pretty weird. Have you ever interlocked toes with anyone, Kyle? No. I no? Mean, I like, we like laughing about it, but never actually yeah. thought about realistically doing so it. So <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I was the exact same way until last night. Okay. And I feel like I, I, I don't want to compare it to losing my virginity, but same emotional plethora of feelings. Oh. Well, hopefully one day I find my one to interlock toes with. Yeah. Ladies, he's got cuticles like you wouldn't believe down there. He web, goes, web toes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a wild world out there. And there's a lot of new lingo on the dating scene. No cap. <laughs> what does that mean? I think that means lying. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. I don't lie. No, you're lying. No cap. I'm not actually sure of the exact definition. Well, I'm definitely out of the loop. So I was Googling a few of these definitions. I'm going to run them by you and you can okay. let me know if you know what these mean. All right. I, I, uh, and there are terms just uh, you said about dating. Dating like vocabulary dating. 2023. Okay. Okay. First one. Roaching. 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 Um, that's when you get angry at your partner and you throw your cigarette butt at them. No. <laughs> I don't know. That's very cruel and I really hope no one is doing that. Yeah, I would never do that. I don't even smoke, but... 
roaching is somebody who is hiding the fact that they are dating multiple people at the same time. So it's kind of like a cockroach. Like when you see one, there's normally more of them hiding. So roaching. Roaching. Okay, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows what ghosting is, I think, by now. By nowadays, yeah. 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 So for those that don't, ghosting is when you're dating someone or in the early stages or any stage really, and then Mm -hmm. suddenly... They're gone. They're gone. Happens with a lot of workplaces too, I think. Mm, Mm. Yeah. But have you heard of zombieing? Zombieing. Zombieing. No idea what zombieing means. It is like you like message them, but then you don't see them. Mm. I have no idea. So a zombie is when someone has ghosted for a long period of time, and then suddenly they come back from the dead. They just show up, start connecting with you, as if no time has passed. They just oh, carry on the conversation. One of those. They're zombieing. They're back hey, from the dead. Yo, what's up? Uh, sorry, I, I was off my phone. Yo, it's been two years. <laughs> what the heck, man? <laughs> Benching. Benching is that when you're a player and you bench one of the people on your hypothetical roster? Exactly. So oh. this is someone who oh. is kind of interested in mm-hmm. you but only in moments when there's nothing else really going on. So they kind of bench you and you're like there ready for them. And they only really invest time in the relationship when they don't have other options going on, getting benched. You know what? If you're (laughs) benched by someone and like, that's a, that's somehow acknowledged. F that person. Seriously. They don't, they, you don't, they don't deserve your time. There's someone and you're their starting pitcher. Okay. So, sorry, <laughs> got a little emotional there. <laughs> that one hitting a little close to home, Zach. <laughs> um, this next one might actually hit a little close to home for me, but cuffing. Have you heard of cuffing? Um, I've heard of it. Uh, I top of my head don't know what it is. Okay, so cuffing season. That's when oh. people pair up for the cold winter, becoming exclusive or committing to a relationship as to not be alone. But as soon as the seasons change. And summer's back and more opportunity arrives, they end the relationship. Oh, damn. That's cuffing. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke about this with a friend the other day and they said they knew heaps of people going through breakups right now. And apparently it's Crazy. quite common for when the seasons change. People in the summer? Too. Yeah. Because there's, like, there's a lot more going on in the summer. It's a bit more social, more opportunity. Cuffing. Opportunity to find some <laughs> noise, not music? Mm. Son of a biscuit. Okay, and last one, breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing. I think you can probably figure this one out. That's when you only eat the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Pun intended. Breadcrumbing. That's just the new leading someone on. It's where you just give Uh them enough to keep them on the hook, but actually you're not interested. Mm -hmm. You're just interested in having someone interested in you. So like once a week, every two weeks, you just flick them another message just to keep them trucking Mm -hmm. along, but really you're never going to let them get close. You're breadcrumbing them. You're breadcrumbing them. Huh. Well, yeah. Interesting. I, I, these are cool. Cool to learn. I feel like we're one trick ponies, potentially. If you're like not, I mean, there are moments in life where like, as long as you're like open and honest with people about your intentions, mm. then like get weird, go for it, you know, have a threesome. Yeah. Go to an, go to a funky party with some costumes. 
but I think yeah. with, I think when it comes to like love and dating and all this, like anything's up for grabs. Everyone's different. Totally. Everyone does mm. their own thing, and that's totally fine. Yeah, I think once you know like what your style is or what you're into, then you just look for someone who's got the similar style. I think. Yeah, who's yeah. like riding the same wave. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because everyone is different, and, and and in life you always go through like different phases, mm-hmm. phases of love, phases of who you are, phases of like who you love. Yeah. So, oh, cool. Well, thanks for sharing, Kyle. Thanks for stopping by for Dating 101 with Zach and Kyle. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Hey, Zach. You ever, in a social situation, in a social setting, someone turns on the light too fast and, ooh, we know you have sensitive corneas and you're not alone out there in the world. What do you do in that situation? Well, I reach out for River Pate's Indoor Sunnies. Nothing but the best. <laughs> so, have a new partner. Sorry if I keep bringing her up, but she's pretty awesome. She lives in a van, like a really awesome, like super bougie, like sweet van. And she's building it out right now and living in it. And she has a puppy. Um, and then last night I was, uh, I went, like she slept in the Walmart parking lot. So like we had dinner together and then I helped her build her van for a little bit. And then I went back to the house, got sorted. And then I went to Walmart to like crash in the van. Like... We're kind of in that honeymoon phase right now, which might never fade, and you never know. I'm trying to play it cool, though. Uh, 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 and then, like, it's and then it's the morning. Like, we wake up. It's cute. Like, look outside the beautiful view of all the vans. Don't really think about anything. Um, but then we ended up kind of, like, fooling around a little bit, like, in the van, which is normal. It's like a bed. It's, there. it's the house. Uh, so don't worry, everyone. I'm leaving lots of room for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hopefully he wasn't looking. Ooh, okay. I'm getting too crazy, but long story short, when you're like doing things, it's a van. It doesn't have like cinder blocks underneath. Like, so the suspension like moves. And I just thought it was hilarious because like things started to happen and like the van's probably rocking like a little bit. And then all, then I like look out the window cause there's just like windows on like both sides of the bed. And all I see is literally a dude in the back of his van, like cooking breakfast He's probably like three feet away from me, because like in the next parking spot, and I'm like, oh my God. you so, make you make eye contact with no, this guy. No, I didn't make. Eye, uh. He was looking the other way. Thank God. But there was like four other dudes. They were all paddlers, and they were like in the back of their van, and they were like all cooking and talking. And I'm like, there's no fucking way they can't see the van rocking right now. And then I got. It was so funny. And can they see in the windows? No, like the windows like were blocked with like like a whole bunch of like curtains and like pillows yeah. and stuff so I, I just like took a peek because I, I like thought I heard someone so like mid whatever I like and I was like oh <laughs> so oh man I had so much anxiety it was crazy whatever like put the windows up said F it in the moment it's all awesome but yeah and then but then but then after uh, uh, uh like, yeah I was like I can't leave the van right now they're still out there so I like waited 20 minutes <laughs> for them to leave I was, like, I was like I need to go be productive but I can't too much anxiety they can't know what you've been up to in that van yeah like, for all they know they're we just like scrubbing dishes <laughs> how you doing Zach yeah I'm doing alright life's going okay yeah. Mm-hmm. Any uh, interesting thoughts lately? I've had a couple. Yeah. Thoughts, feelings. How about you? You've been thinking. <laughs> I have you... a lot of feelings lately. Oh. <laughs> that little mouse has been running around up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know 
how fashion is always evolving, do you think we'll ever see someone with, like, just a unibrow, but just the middle bit? Ah. <laughs> Never seen that yet. No, that is a new one. You see, like, we're kind of getting there. Uh, there's, like, people are dying their their eyebrows blonde. That's a little fad Whoa. in the fashion world right now. Really? Yeah, so they, they look like they have no eyebrows, so that could happen. Have you seen pictures of celebrities without eyebrows? Oh, it's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, they look so <laughs> hilarious. I would love to like see a bunch of celebrities close up, you know, just like see their see their pores, see how big they really are. Huh. So I feel like a lot of celebrities like they're all glamored up and photoshopped. Yeah. I was driving on the freeway. Speaking of celebrities, I didn't see a celebrity on the freeway, but you know Sometimes people stick their hand out of the window. I always get anxiety when people stick their fingers outside the window and there's only a little crack. So if someone accidentally oh. put up the window, I saw this dude. He had like like half an inch and then he like stuck his fingers out and it took the whole gap. It just gave me so much. I was so scared for him. I'm sure the windows have safeties, but still. Do they? They, they probably. I don't know. Maybe not in the older versions. We don't know. We don't I've know. never yeah. seen anyone lose a finger to an electronic window. It still scares me. Dogs must think <clears throat> that we really care about our toilets. It's like the only thing in the house that we mark as our own territory multiple <laughs> times a day. Yeah, and everyone always goes the same. Mm. That's funny. It's like we're all competing. <laughs> this is mine. This is mine. Mm. How come they never try to pee on it, though? I guess they're not allowed to pee inside, so they're yeah, smart. They mm. wish. Another thing about dogs... It's kind of cute and sad, and but when they go on a car ride, they never know how long the car ride's going to be. True. Ever. They're, like, it could be five minutes. It could be an hour. How do they know? I, I wish want, it was... I once took River, like, all the way to Alberta in the car, so... <laughs> yeah, see? Now she's like, oh, are we going to Alberta again? Yeah. Yeah. People going through breakups usually post a lot more on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you think, yeah, I think that's the case. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's because they want to, like, get out there again in the world. Why do you think it is? I think it's something to do with, like, you know you're not allowed to text your ex, but social media still is a form of communication. Yeah. Just like, oh. Subconscious. This is what I'm up to. I can't tell you about it anymore, but I can tell the whole world. The and whole world. And, and you'll be one of them, so I kind of told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you could totally subconsciously send messages that no one will understand except for that person, uh, too. I, I just noticed this just from watching, like, friends and stuff going through breakups mm. and what they do. And then now that I've just recently gone through a breakup, I'm like, I'm going to post some more on social media. I'm like, but why? <laughs> yeah, why? I think it's because of this. <laughs> yeah, it could be part of it. Well, that's okay, though. It's normal. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Plus, I like seeing your face more <laughs> online. Yeah. Zach, do you like getting the benefits of rectal sunbathing without burning the rest of your body? Hell yeah. Try Kyle's new full gown hole in the middle operational system. Simply slide on the gown, it only exposes your rectum, and get out there in the sun. Protect the rest of your skin while enjoying the benefits. Zach, after relationships are over, mm -hmm. What do you do with all the gifts and the memorabilia? Whoa, great question. Uh, I think th the memorabilia, 
Oh, that's kind of hard, isn't it? I think if I'm going black and white, I'm going to give you the answer right now. Yeah. Like a lot of the gifts, like if the if my par- ex partner like maybe gave me like a T-shirt or like a, like a cool like hat or like a desk for my room, I'd probably keep that and I'd be like, that was just one of the positive things that came out of the relationship and it sucks that the relationship ended, but there's still a lot of good things that are tied to it. And then emotional things like cute cards, cute letters, cute letters. I feel like if the breakup's super nasty and gross and like horrible, like say if the person betrayed you in some way, yeah, you might want to throw that stuff out and shred it and burn it. But like if the right, if it was a good relationship and you just grow apart, I, I probably wouldn't like want to like, cause I feel like by like maliciously getting rid of things, you might, I don't know. Is that like I, in my, maybe cause there's, there's still like a positive I'm very optimistic, clearly. What do you do? <laughs> yeah, well, I've just got like a drawer now full yeah. of just like a bunch of different exes all <laughs> lumped in together. Okay, so yeah, I, I probably have a box somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting though, because I think my earlier exes, they weren't that creative. So it's just more like love letters and, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, it's good to every, I don't know, once in a blue moon, go back and look through it. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah this is cool. It's a rem- cool reminder. What's the word? Is it cathartic? Is that the word? No, I don't know. Nostalgic? Maybe, yeah. Um, but my last three exes now have been incredible artists. Oh, wow. So some of it's really cool. So I definitely can't throw that stuff out. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. 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 That's, maybe you could sell it one day. Yeah. <laughs> They become a famous artist. Part of me was like, oh, could I make a, a wall of all their art? I'm like, no, that'd be weird. That would be <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Then if eventually if you like got a new partner, when you get a new partner and then if they saw the wall and asked what all that like, wow, what collaboration of artists is this? This oh, is we- what you've got to look forward to. If one day you reach the wall, <laughs> you know you've made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or didn't make it. If you've reached the wall, you you do not want to be on the wall. <laughs> Are you a storyteller? Do you enjoy captivating, motivating, or loving? Well, if you need to do any of these things, building suspense is the number one tool you need to have in your emotional tool belt. If you come on down to 4th and Main, knock on the back door, you can join my 14-week suspense building tool class. Here, we will teach you everything from building suspense Zach. Yeah. I've been reading a lot of self-help books lately Mm -hmm. and what I'm finding is when you put them all together, they don't really make much sense. They really don't. No. David Goggins said, you have to move uphill. Bart Gundy said, you should be still. James Clear said, start small. Mark Manson, don't try it all. Self-help books, you confuse me. Self-help books, you confuse me. Ben Shapiro, be a tool. Greta Thunberg, don't go to school. Jordan Peterson, troubles for life. Matthew McConaughey, follow the green light. Stop people pleasing and follow these four agreements or you'll die. Or something like that. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, hopefully not. Hey, Zach. Hey. What do you get when you combine a rhetorical question and a joke? I don't know.
How are we feeling today? Hmm? The check-in. The check-in. Checking in. Here we are, ready to be vulnerable. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've felt a little bit anxious. Okay. A little bit recently. What's going on? In a new relationship. That's awesome. That's a whole other story. Uh, it's like with a previous guest. Can you guess which one? <laughs> Sorry. Kyle's mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was going on. So sorry. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're um, in a new relationship and you're experiencing some anxiety. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there's all like the cute, the cute things, and and she's so wonderful, and she honestly like is just like having a positive, mm. um, like it's only positive things. Like it's like it's a very positive relationship, and it's happy, and it's, it's new, so it's exciting. Um, but like also in general, not, like not like talking specifically about the relationship, I get a lot of anxiety about like people pleasing all the time. And like, like you and like, I've said this a bunch. Well, like on the podcast before I feel really spread thin sometimes, but sometimes even like people will be like messaging me like on social media and I'll have to like, just all I have to do is like message them back or on messenger. And it's like close friends that I love. But I get so much anxiety, I just like turn everything off and just like shut down and don't respond to like anyone for like two days. Mm. And it's weird, but like in the moment, the people I'm like talking face to face with is no big deal. But I've had a couple of those moments recently and it's weird and I hate it. And I don't like understand really why I do it, but I don't know what happens. I'm sure it happens to other people too. It must, right? Mm. But yeah, just like in general, like even like way before I had a partner, I'd get super anxious and I would just like shut down. And a lot of my close friends will say to my face as they should, that like yeah I do do that, and I don't know it's, it's just kind of like it's kind of weird I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah I don't know it's just something that I like don't love about myself, and it's something that I can work on. Um, but yeah it's hard to say no in life too because you want to like say yes to everything but there's so much there's not a lot of time. I've been thinking a lot recently about uh, coping mechanisms and how we get through tough times. Mm-hmm. I think for me personally, back in like when I was like a few years ago now, 27, 28, I had some like family stuff go down and I was, I I wasn't educated enough at the time to understand what my coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. are or how I would respond to these circumstances. So unfortunately I turned to like substance abuse a little bit. I was like smoking too much and just kind of I guess going for like the escapism yeah. method, which I don't think is, is good for anyone to try. And then that's why in when I was 29, I did the EMDR therapy mm-hmm. to really like dig a little deeper and get in there and like actually see what's going on, which is really beneficial. I have spoken about this before on the podcast, but that therapy, eight, se- eight sessions back to back, week after week. It was huge, right? Huge impact on my mental health and... It wasn't so much that it like fixed what was going on, but it just really clearly pointed out what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think once you understand, then it's easier to move forward. Totally. Because yeah. I think with trauma in general, it's never going to go away. You're yeah. never going to act like our brains do an amazing job of forgetting like the horrible things that have happened in our yeah. life, but that, that'll always like be there and it'll be lingering. But it is, if you are okay with the trauma and can mm. like, be at peace with it, it makes a huge difference in going forward in life. Yeah. Well, I know for sure um, during that dark year that I had, um, 
And then after I went into the therapy, like I ha- at the time, the girlfriend who stayed with me through all mm-hmm. that, like she was such a champion. Like, yeah. uh, even though it ended after I did my therapy, I was like, well, she stuck me through all the bad times. So I kind of like went back to her to be mm-hmm. like, hey, look, this is what's happened. Like, should we try one more time just to see now that hopefully I'm fixed? Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, it was too late because like too much of the damage was done. And mm-hmm. like, I guess you, you can't always come back from that, but now i've gone into another relationship and now this is another um, breakup that i'm going through mm-hmm. but this time my whole coping mechanism has completely shifted this time i think it's a lot healthier mm-hmm. i've uh, initially not resisted the feelings and just kind of like jumped into them a bit yeah. and just let myself feel them something that i really like doing is playing music when uh, when i'm not feeling too good mm-hmm. seems to be like a good way to to kind of get out the emotions and then exercise i've just been yeah exercising like crazy you, you have been going hard yeah yeah i think i've been doing like between 10 and 14 k's of running every day and i did like 35 k's of biking the other day That's just like <laughs> consistently as well not just like a yeah. couple times a week like well, every, yeah it's the first thing i'm doing when i wake up now mm. i just like wake up no matter how i feel even if i feel like i don't want to get out of bed i just like make myself go for a run you and for a run this morning i did yeah Oh, wow. I haven't missed a day in five or six days now. Oh, good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. And I think through these different experiences in life, you learn what works for you as well. Mm. And, and and so as you get older and the as crappy as these like horrible experiences and as hard they are, you like learn about a lot about yourself and what you need mm. and how to take care of yourself. One of the benefits of getting older. And if you're at a stage in your life where you are going through something and you don't know how to cope properly, I think this, the first step is just pay attention to what you're doing. Just note mm. it down. Like, how are you coping and what strategies are you using? Even yeah. if they're really bad, it's just good to note them down. Like, totally. this is what you're doing. And now you've just made yourself aware of it. So You'll thank yourself later. Yeah. Because sure. I think any type of growth and learning and especially with mental health, it just takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time. You got to put in the hours and work through whatever it is you need to work through. Yeah. And it's hard because in life and I feel like society we're bred to for these quick fixes all the time. And, and if you, if something takes like two weeks, then it's like, Oh, it's way too long. Like sometimes if you get like a, you can get like a new phone tomorrow or you can wait like three weeks and get a new phone. That's like way better. But like 99% of people are going to get that new phone that you can get like th- that moment because mm. you get like that dopamine hit. <laughs> Uh, but like it's yeah, yeah. It's, the good things take time yeah and it's like losing weight everyone wants like a, a good like a instant fix mega diet drink yeah. nothing but water and cucumbers for five days and you'll, be, you'll feel terrible right but if you like work on your mental health and on your physical health like over time it exponentially will get better mm-hmm. and like I've even had these moments where like oh that's gonna take like two months to get there like what's the point you know, like the point that you're going to like live a happier, healthy, healthy life yeah. for like the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, that's important. Thanks for, thanks for listening guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I always forget to say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Have you ever been on the first date? Maybe you guys went to the Mexican place on fifth street and you had a little too much beans in your burrito. You get a little gassy, but you're too embarrassed. It's a first date. You don't want to fart. What do you do? Joel Brown's magic crop dusting towel. Blow those troubles away. <laughs> <laughs>